The growth of TikTok as a media channel, the split of Kellogg's into three companies to focus on snacking, and a big week for Canada in the Cannes Awards. These are the topics of today's podcast. This is Brand Igniter, helping brand leaders achieve exceptional business results. Here is your host, Peter Rodriguez. I am Peter Rodriguez, a charter marketer and CMO of Brand Igniter Inc. I welcome you to our podcast. I thank you for listening and I hope you find value in our content. It's a pleasure to see you again. And as you know, I will be talking about uh, my personal opinion about events and marketing uh, things happening in our business world. Uh, from my own personal point of view. I hope that you find it useful. I hope that you find it interesting. And uh, please do uh, let me know what you think of um, the format and any other questions that you may have. As you know, um, this is uh, put together based on uh, all the news that are in the market today about marketing, brands, brand strategy, business growth that um, I uh, discuss with multiple business leaders. So I hope that you find that interesting. So the first topic that we're going to talk about today, as I have my delicious espresso, is um, some opinion about this story. Um, We're in the week of the Cannes Awards, uh, one of the major awards uh, award events in the world about advertising and creativity and uh, all of the implications on business. So I was interested about uh, when I heard uh, this article, I think it was on Strategy Magazine, about uh, the big success of uh, some of our um, Canadian agencies and the work that they have submitted um, to participate in the award show. And I was very interested about hearing uh, uh, how well our agencies are doing in terms of the Creative Effectiveness Awards. So it's not only getting an award for creativity, but more importantly, getting an award of this kind actually recognizes the value of the work in creating an impact for the business. And it made me think that, how important awards are in our business world. I, uh, for one, I believe in awards because um, I've been very fortunate to be the recipient of awards, like in a, a Cannes Award uh, for uh, Hall's Cough Drops, the award that we did a few years ago, and um, Cassie's Award, which is now uh, morphed into what now is the Effies uh, in Canada. So um, that is... Uh, just to say that I am a big believer that this has value. However, I do believe that um, the awards, no matter what kind, um, is the outcome and the side effect of doing great work. And to some extent, it has been in the news and it has been discussed very frequently in different forums about marketing, that sometimes the focus is so high in getting awards Uh, for the work that has been done that sometimes the objective of creating creating an impact with the advertising or with the work so that um, a brand can advance in their marketing and business plans, um, that sometimes that is overlooked. And um, I would like to know your opinion. In my point of view, I think that it is very important to preserve the priorities Uh, where they should be. So in other words, it should be first 
uh, make sure that the work delivers the work and the results that it is supposed to create. And in summary, it is about creating um, a change in behavior in consumers. And that is done through uh, instilling values, instilling perceptions, instilling beliefs about a brand in a consumer's psyche and um, through that creating that behavioral change so that is measurable that is something that can be tracked and that can be um, seen in actual numbers and results market share sales brand preference and a number of other metrics and that should be the number one objective of any kind of um, award um, that should be the number one objective of advertising. And then if it is rewarded with some interesting awards, that would be fine. So what do you think? I mean, is are, are the, uh, the awards important for you when you're making a decision to assign business to an agency or to a business partner? Does that make any difference or is that just something nice to see, nice to have? I'd love to know your opinion. I think that there is a big need for effective marketing, for effective marketing that actually shows the results that I was talking about. Uh, and sometimes that is not um, the case. There are many examples of very creative work that are detached from the business results. And this idea makes me think about the quote from David Ogilvy, who I believe goes like this, if it's not, if it doesn't sell, it's not creative. And there is a lot of truth to that. And that line has been in the industry for decades. And um, I think that the more we as marketers deliver results with the work we do, the better credibility we will have. So that is my take on the uh, awards. I'm very happy for the Canadian agencies who have um, accomplished these great results. And I'm not going to go into the details of who won or who didn't because that's not the purpose. The purpose today is just to um, give them a shout out, say um, that it is great that they accomplished that. But the point in this podcast is to um, ask your opinion. What do you think? Is Does that make you um, value a partner more if they have won awards or not and how do you manage those expectations from the from your agency and from yourself so um net net my opinion is that advertising is about stealing values and perceptions that change behavior in favor of your brand so but what do you think i would love to hear your opinion this is part of my conversations this week with um business leaders um i can tell you that some of them most of them are in favor of results first and then awards second, if they come. Uh, but the conversation can be very different in other spaces. So that is one. So let's move on to the next topic that I um, have seen in the media uh, this week. And um, it is about TikTok. TikTok, who is emerging as the new darling of media. Uh, there was this very interesting article in the Wall Street Journal that talked about the visible growth of TikTok. 
specifically in how um, the, how this growth is measured by the dollars invested on this platform. So which is growing exponentially, uh, not only the growth in audience, but also the growth uh, in their advertising uh, in, in the advertising investment. Now, one thing that is very important is that as an advertising medium, it's still underrepresented because compared to the massive audience they have, they don't take, uh, you don't think not even 5% or maybe even less of the total ad expenditure. So the, uh, in similar platforms. So the, this, they, they may be poised for a massive change and a massive uh, shift uh, in their importance uh, to drive revenue as an advertising medium. But the important thing here is that I think that in the advertising world, it has been believed that TikTok is a platform that appealed to very young people. And I was reading a stat that is uh, incredible. I mean, more than 50%, I think it was about 53% of its audience is made up of people above 30 years of age. I don't know if you knew this, but this is something very important from a marketing standpoint because all of a sudden you start looking at TikTok as a medium that you can use not only for very young, young audiences. Instead, it is something that can have a huge impact as you plan your media for um, millennials, for example, which has been traditionally a difficult audience to reach. So is TikTok the answer? So what do you think? Uh, definitely TikTok is something to learn, to be very proficient at planning in as we think about media dollars. And I would like to know your opinion. And um, so that is a very big topic this week that seems to be resonating more and more. And you know, um, one of the, let's jump to the third one. Uh, the third topic that uh, stood out for me in the last couple of days is how snacking continues to be a massive global opportunity, specifically for consumer packaged goods. Uh, a big news, a big piece of news this week is that Kellogg, one of my former companies that I love so much, uh, has decided to split into three public companies, as you may have seen and uh, in the news and now they will be focusing one specific unit one specific company uh, to grow their snacking business globally and that is a very big move and it signals how important this opportunity is for the company and um, in my opinion i think that uh, that is a very smart move because when you're working internally of any organization the internal focus seems to uh, take control of decisions so all of a sudden if there is a, a portfolio that is probably a let's say a maintenance portfolio or even a cash cow portfolio but it's so important because of its size and because of how much it influences the quarterly and yearly results that it takes all, a lot of focus naturally so that things work well there at the expense of other categories that may be more promising, but on the, in the long term. So um, by splitting this, by creating these splits into very separate business units or companies, 
the focus in this case specifically on snacking will be precisely on the insights and drivers of this category which are different from let's say cereal um, as part of a breakfast so i am very intrigued i'm very um, excited about this news that were made public i think a day or two ago and um, what it signals to me is how smart and how critical it is to retain the ability to focus on the businesses that have big opportunity to grow and um, that is um, um, one of those trends that we will see more of and um, and evidently, the way that the world and society is moving on a global basis, uh, this has a tremendous opportunity to deliver results. So I'm looking forward and I'm um, rooting for their uh, success uh, because I think that there is a ton of good things coming for that company. Now, um, this also brought to mind another piece of news about Mondelez. Um, they are investing in the acquisition of the Cliff Bars, which is, again, one of those uh, brands that has been very successful in the snacking category with some specific benefits to the consumer. And now becoming part of Mondelez, I mean, the, the opportunity to expand on a global basis with the footprint on retail, with the um, capabilities that this company has in the marketplace to drive um, impulse purchases and front-end uh, merchandising and all of those things that they are um, that they that they have as part of their capabilities is amazing so that to me signals also how important snacking is on a global basis so that's why i wrote on linkedin the other day that it is a global opportunity and i think that um the sooner companies realize and focus and deliver um brands with real benefits to consumers in this area the faster their growth and their profitable growth will be so i'm excited to see that i will be um uh i, I will stay tuned into the uh, to the news to to see how how this um these opportunities evolve now the catalog one apparently is going to be completed by the end of 2023 so i mean big things like this take a little bit of time of course uh but nevertheless there is um when th these things are announced they usually take uh start taking effect in some shape or form uh in the marketplace so that's what i have today uh what do you think uh let me know in your comments um you can reach me directly on LinkedIn. So you can look for me at Peter Rodriguez MBA. You will see me there and I'm happy to continue the conversation or you can just go directly into brandtips.ca, which is where I house all of the Brand Igniter's content. Um, so I would love to hear more from you. I will be uh, adding uh, topics as I hear from you. And uh, I hope that you have found my thinking around this uh, valuable to your day. So thanks again. Uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. This was Brand Igniter. Subscribe and join us next time for more insights and stories that help brand leaders achieve exceptional business results. A podcast from Brand Igniter Inc.